0: Hey, Zombro fans! We're also twenty-seven back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombros action. I'm Rod Austin twenty-seven. Not, not, not any of that nonsense news reporting. But I am joined by my incredible co-host, who has just survived his week out in the field. John, did you did you actually actually see the like little caption I gave you in the in the not news video I made this week?
1: I watched the video. I don't remember the caption you gave me.
0: You you were undercover trying to. Uh, do, I think it was a drug ring. You're trying to get evidence against a drug ring. I even added like chain effects to in the background of where you were at when you made your little message and all that type of stuff. Very subtle, very subtle. So, chain
1: effects? What kind of chains like, rat- go on? Rattling
0: but... of chains, like you're underground like in a meat locker or something where the drug deals are going on, sort of like any terrible comic book ever. Like all the Batman bad guys that deal in drugs or even Daredevil. How do you think drug deals go down, Reed? The, well, cartoon drug deals go down. In my head, like the Batman series. <laughs> I mean, this is not not a drug deal on a not news show. So we got to be we got to be realistic here. All right.
1: I'm not sure you understand how drug deals go down.
0: <laughs> yeah, because
1: yeah. I think most of them do not happen in meat lockers.
0: What? What? But you're maybe it's a high profile. Maybe. Actually,
1: I don't think any of them go down in meat lockers. <laughs> Even the high profile ones. Oh now. Who the hell who the hell is like, yeah, meet me at the meat locker on
0: fifth and uh fifth and stanton? You know, like Well, I, as as Steady Clutch says, that's how Mafia works. That's just how Mafia works.
1: You're definitely not a level one hundred mafia boss. <laughs>
0: Ah uh, well, welcome back to another wonderful week. We don't have any guests on this week. Um, that's kind of me dragging my feet on this, but we also had a lot of guests on in a row, so it's nice to just to have us talk. But we do have planned to have a uh, frenzy on, uh, Tim Hansen, Sulky One One Eight, and uh, a few. I believe Nick Saru. We're going to try and have back on the podcast again, and we reached out. To invite Jason Blundell on the podcast to hope to promote Gauntlet and DLC 2. And uh, I wouldn't hold your breath. We're still awaiting a response to see if he would like to come on to the podcast and talk about things. I think it might be healthy if he got on here and was able to dispel a lot of the narratives the community drives. When you don't talk, I think one of the problems that comes with that is that the community can just make up anything and run with it. Just- not, talking,
1: not talking is assumed as, is, is interpreted as hiding. Also, on a fun note, I just pulled up your chat, and every time I open your chat, I get yep. a message that says, someone you blocked is a moderator here. <laughs> I still have not unblocked JC, and I don't know how to, I, I can't figure it out for the life of me.
0: Oh, man, you're the worst. Absolutely the worst, John. So
1: I I don't think I'm ever going to see a JC comment again.
0: Oh, well, you know what? At least me and JC have our friendship, and at least I didn't tarnish that due to memes.
1: Mm-hmm. But not, not that Jason is hiding anything mm-hmm. or, like, being being facetious. But
0: yeah,
1: when you don't say anything, you can't control the narrative in any way. So mm-hmm. people will run with it. And sometimes where people run with it isn't always in the most accurate direction. But that's what gets propagated. So mm-hmm. I don't blame Jason for not coming on. And I'm not going to come out here and say, no. Jason, if you yeah. don't come on, you're yeah. hiding something. Like, no. I'm not pulling any bullshit like that. No jason's busy yes but with that said this is an opportunity to to like to dispel some of the bullshit because i'm sure yeah. there's bullshit out there yeah i feel like i'm still trying to like coerce him as if like if you don't come on you're hiding something but that's not at all what i'm <laughs> yeah, saying
0: no we're definitely not and it's just one of those things that's a friendly invite out there and the community keeps
1: yeah. like the will do this where he'll like oh this guy he, he didn't come on my show I wonder
0: why. Yeah. I'm not he,
1: trying to do. He's like, yeah, I, I he gave did. him the opportunity to defend himself. I let him not, not try to pull some Keemstar bullshit out here.
0: Yeah. He's a piece of trash. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Let's, not, let's not get into the garbage part of the internet. Instead, we have so much to talk about. 115 day, the blog post. Did we talked about the blog post last week. No, like 115 day happened this past week, right?
1: No, we didn't talk. Uh, we talked about it coming. We didn't talk yes. about it.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. So good. So, we have everything to cover, and that blog post basically, I should get that back up again. I will do that uh bu, 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 bu.
1: while you're while you're getting the blog post, we might as well start with the big thing, which yeah. is of course uh fucking gauntlet,
0: yeah, what do you think about it, John?
1: I like it, I like it a lot um mm-hmm. to me i mean i i really I, as I think about gauntlet, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe tweaking a few challenges. I don't know how they could have made it better. Okay. You know, and I, and I do genuinely think this is exactly what the community needs to increase the longevity of this game.
0: Sure.
1: Cause gauntlet's great because there's, there's three tiers to it. So it accommodates to three different player bases. And what I love about bronze is that bronze actually teaches casual players how to play the map, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Yes. it, It forces, and that's good. Because once you teach players, so when you throw a casual player into a game and they open up their HUD and they just see a bunch of empty squares with no labels and no direction, yeah, they have no idea what any of that is. You know, they might not even know that the shield exists. And I know, I know I've know, i gotten comments like this because I said this in my video. Like, how the hell could a player not know the shield exists? Trust mm-hmm. me, there are players who don't know the shield exists. You are, You are in a special group of players who play this game a lot. Mm-hmm. Some people, this is their first Call of Duty. Some people haven't played zombies since Black Ops 1, you know, Yep. They might not know the shield exists. So then the game's like build the shield. They're like, oh, shit. Now they're going to try to build the shield. Then they're like, open up all the doors. So now that forces them to explore every single nook and cranny of the map looking for doors. And oh, I failed this challenge. Well, there must be a new area of the map I haven't found yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So I really love how this actually it doesn't handhold the player. But it does kind of force the player to learn the map. And then once they've learned the map, they've completed bronze. And then they can strive for silver and then hopefully one day gold. But for us players, we'll coast through bronze, work our way through silver, and then gold actually does feel like a real challenge sometimes. Yeah, And so it's layered. And I really like that. And I think this is perfect because then once you get to that point where you're good enough and you're like, I can beat gold just fine. It's like, all right, well, now try to beat gold faster. Now yep. try to beat gold with no strikes. Yep, you know, like there's two different avenues. Like you were like, oh, I beat gold. Now I'm gonna do it with no strikes, and I'm like, oh, now I'm gonna beat gold, no strikes, and set the world record time. You right,
0: know? it builds on itself in a very exciting way. Uh, what do you know the reward? I don't know it off the top of my head uh, because I haven't beat round 30 yet. I've only played it like four or five times, and I keep dying around 27. No, I
1: haven't actually beaten 30 yet either. However, I, I from what I understand the rewards aren't that good. Right. So um, Chad,
0: could you please fill us in because I think that hits on a common issue we have even with Easter eggs and Treyarch doesn't like that rewarding might us. That might that might be
1: the best way to actually um, to actually improve gauntlet would be to give us a nice reward. Mm-hmm. And I, and I genuinely think it needs to be something cosmetic. not I don't want a calling card. I don't want like face a special paint. emblem. I don't want face paint. I want like I want like gold neon, gold flashing neon like camo. You know? Yep. Or Give me something cool so that I can show off not only in my single player games but in my multiplayer games. You know? Or like, give me something cool. Give me an outfit. I don't
0: know. You get a spray sticker. Oh, f- that's for blackout. You get a blackout reward. <laughs> Uh, From completing Gauntlet, you get a blackout reward. Fantastic. Calling cards from completing it, you also get a sticker for beating it with no strikes. Uh, It's an emblem for getting gold. Oh, it's the emblem for getting gold. Yeah, that's underwhelming. Uh, Yeah.
1: No, give me me zombie rewards. I don't want blackout
0: rewards. This keeps happening over and over again, which is uh, fascinating. I recently got into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is... I am overwhelmed by what a well made uh, game just, that
1: is. I, I recently beat World of Light the other day. It took oh me 40, yeah. took me forty one hours. Wow, um, and
0: that's just one aspect of the game, man.
1: I gotta say, I was. It, I know this isn't a Smash Ultimate podcast, and I'm not going to spoil gaming. this. For, it's gaming, we're gaming. I'm not going to spoil this for you. It's not a gaming podcast. It's a zombies
0: podcast. Oh you God, but, you but know it's it. mainly no. zombies, but we still talk industry stuff about games and all that,
1: as it relates to zombies. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um I I don't think I had been more genuinely surprised by a final boss battle in a game in a while like that one.
0: That'll, that was great. Uh, well, now I'm excited, even more so to finish that.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, the game the game really strings you along where you beat uh I don't want to spoil no, it. No, don't
0: nah. No, please. God, no. Please.
1: But the final the final it's a basically it's a long, it's a long grind, but the final boss battle was fun.
0: Cool. Um what I was going to bring up was Treyarch's so big about hiding stuff, right? And always, like, you're not giving you rewards. I'm just going through the menus, I stumbled upon the voices, and they literally give us every single voice line to play with in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And I, I, like, had more fun just screwing around the the lines with my friends, trying to just make funny sounds than I did playing some of the zombie maps. Like, loading into Classified and trying to get a daily reward is not as fun as just having like Captain Falcon voices and hearing Kirby say Pikachu. And you're like, what did, 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 did the Kirby devil monster talk?
1: <laughs> All right. That's a little different though. Cause smash ultimate lines are kind of like superfluous. Wow. Yeah. Zombie lines have meaning and yeah. you know, they, they lose that meaning. If I can go into a menu and just play every single one.
0: It's the idea of hiding everything. I'm not saying I want equivalent lines, but everything is always like, we can't give players everything because it's like, this is too. We got to keep our secrets. The mystery of Call of Duty Zombies is what makes it fun. Where what I was experiencing was Smash was like give them all the tools, let them have all the fun they want. And I don't know, it was it was interesting. We had the conversation about customization of ruining Zombies though, so I think it's an interesting conversation. Uh, Star was. Lord,
1: it's not as good as the end of the Universal Paperclip.
0: Oh. Uh, but good question. Oh my god. It begs the question: At what point do
1: we get do we get Do we get? Do we get, do we get Call of Duty Zombies Ultimate, where it's every map ever. Ugh. Well, we'll, well it might every be tra- every Treyarch
0: map ever. We'll right, say. could be this game that they might have plans for that, making this the ultimate experience in the sense of having every single map mass remastered or the originals in there in some super duper uh, money pack.
1: I wouldn't be shocked if at one point there is a Call of Duty Zombies Ultimate.
0: I I believe it. I I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that. I just like, when playing other games recently, other top acclaimed games, there's not so much of this uh, keep the players in the dark. It's more like let them figure it out for themselves and have fun with it. Where here, it gets into like even Jason's conversation about the, he, in his Q&A, he talked about the Dead of the Night map came out because of two reasons after Nine and Voyage. First reason being they couldn't get the celebrities to record the voice lines. And the second reason being it didn't make sense narratively. Um, I it's always like those extra qualifiers to be like, oh no no we know what we're doing and maybe that is a hundred percent the truth. Uh, they, they I, did, I did, felt I, that.
1: I did agree with the narrative line though, uh, in the sense that, yo, know, trust me, no, no, absolutely, because so they're introducing a new story and we yeah. have our new crew. Yeah. Okay. Well, if if the if the first map introduced a brand new crew, mm-hmm. that's actually a one time one off to your original crew. Yeah. Then that confuses the player and totally screws up your story momentum because everybody's like, well, shit, I really got into these characters. And then now you're telling me there's a whole new set of characters. I absolutely understand the decision and I agree with it.
0: Uh, I yeah, it, To me, Shadows of Evil, they started with the celebrity cast and they wanted to do it again. They couldn't rec- get the celebrity voice actress to record their day one map. The way. Yeah, Dead but of the But night Shadows, ends, but Shadows sets it up. of Evil.
1: But Shadows of Evil wasn't a brand new story.
0: True, true. No, I get you on that. Shadows of, Evil, Shadows
1: of Evil played in with our original story, not to mention we also had the giant, which in a sense played into it. So I, I really don't,
0: like... Uh, I, if they, I don't if think they, it takes they, away, because they die, they had, and it literally uh, no, shows the main crew. No, if, they
1: die, and it introduces Scarlet.
0: And then at the end, all right. there's all the pictures showing the next crew perfectly going into voy or to nine or voyage. You could make the argument.
1: Yeah, no, but but they're not the ones you're playing as. Now they're a whole new set of faces, and you're like, wait a minute, were those the main characters of the story, or are these the main characters of the story? It's confusing. They're trying they're trying to start a brand new story and launch it from the ground up, and by switching your characters, that like right away, totally bad storytelling. I agree with the decision i don't i don't th- I don't think this is at all Jason being oh i'm i'm being i'm being facetious with my storytelling or i'm not being I'm not being up front. i mean I do think part of it was that they couldn't get the celebrity cast for d l c one but it would have been a bad decision to switch your cast immediately after the first map. I't
0: do know I think the chronology could have made an argument for prologue type of atmosphere, but we can agree to disagree that's not a problem.
1: I can't believe you disagree on this. I feel like you're too I feel like you're too in your head right now with like Jason, just tell us our story straight up.
0: I feel like I don't like zombies. <laughs> I don't like what they've done with a lot of it. So I've tried to have fun with it. And every time I hear excuses, that's all I hear is excuses. And what might be honest truth definitely doesn't even sound like honesty anymore because they've gotten me so down the rabbit hole of well, I don't care. If you don't care to have fun with this anymore, then I'm gonna have fun with this in any way, I can. I mean,
1: there's a little there, there. there's a little bit of feeling of dishonesty to it. I'd agree with that, where it's like just straight up say, "Yeah, we couldn't get the voice actors in time." Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do genuinely think, though, that from a narrative perspective, it did make sense to wait to do your prequel. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe, maybe I, I think, I think it probably would have been better served to wait to do your prequel to like DLC two or DLC three.
0: Oh man, John. I don't know. Have you played the maps recently? It flows so well if you play them in order. I, I don't know. I I So I'm not disagreeing
1: that they play well in order, but I,
0: I get what you're arguing about the uh basis of yes, that would be confusing to the casual fans of which one is actually the main characters. We're trying to get a new story and you're confusing them. That's absolutely a solid argument, and I'm I'm not going to disagree Especially, with especially, that.
1: Especially when you're releasing a whole comic series, yeah. hyping up these characters, and you're like, wait a minute, I had these characters in this comics, and I'm enjoying these comics, but I can't even play them in-game. I'm mm-hmm. playing these new characters that die immediately. What was the point of them? Why not put them in the mansion? You know?
0: Because uh, the whole map sets up the main crew. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm
1: saying, why not have just reworked your story to put them in the mansion instead? Uh, and that could have been how they met. If if that, yeah, and I'm not saying that's yeah. what they should have done, but that could have been an argument for how you incorporate them into the map.
0: I think one of the problems I get hung up hung up on is prior. So instead of not going in as a casual fan, going in as a guy that's been here for ten years and hearing Jason and Craig saying we don't tell the story in order on purpose definitely adds to my cynicism of telling it out of order. So I I, I just I like the narrative much better prologue. To voyage to nine, I like that. Mm-hmm. If you play in that order, um,
1: by the way, Reed, I'm looking at your stream. Yeah. You're really bothering me right now because oh. I, I I made I made the animation gif, yeah, so yeah. that it lines up with the Zombros logo and all fits on that one line. Oh, and that you you haven't put it on that
0: line. Which so line? Which line, John?
1: See how see how there's a portion of the screen where the top part that says Rad Austin 27 yeah. and then you have the Zombros logo and then that's where the that's where the GIF fits in. You're supposed to put the GIF all in line with them. I've just noticed this on your stream and it's bugging me. All
0: right. Well, here we go, John. Let's make it super large. And there you go. There you go. It's all in line now. Does that make you feel better?
1: Did you actually? I can't tell. I'm not sure if you're
0: fucking. It's, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to update. But
1: I, I'm I'm just telling you that I had designed it to fit in there. That's why they, they, they're supposed to all fit in the line nicely.
0: All right. There we go. Well, it's all fixed. Problem done in life <laughs> stories, it doesn't even add anything new. You don't understand us. There's stack. nothing we didn't already know. I feel they want to promote the new crew for the uh, first before introducing the celebrity cast. So, yeah, no, I don't disagree with John's point. I don't but I, I i don't think the other stories are like done it's done so much better in order if they release story wise prolog or dead and voyage 9 but to that's your point better, it's very true that it would confuse the player base i don't disagree with that i guess i don't like the storytelling that's what we were discussing i don't by like the, way, the storytelling of voyage 9 then dead oh <sighs> well, let's join
1: this We got that snap, crackling, pop on Reed's end, and while Reed fixed that, we got the the John Bros podcast.
0: Here, do you, Do you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Crackling still. Hello. Oh God, why? Why would you output John to the microphone? Why? Why discord? Set up. Yeah, you're back now. Can you hear me oh, now? Good. Am I crackling? Yep. Nope. Okay. Cool. Fixed very quickly. Uh, 9 Dead of the Night on launch would have been bad because both crews would have died, so it would have to be Voyage in Dead of the Night, but then there would uh, not be the casually friendly map, which is 9 true. And that survey I sent you, which was interesting, it was a small sample size, about 800 people, on the uh, zombie Reddit, they talked about 9 is by far the fan favorite map, which is so surprising. Well, not see, I really, don't, but like I don't, did you ask I, this launch? I don't
1: I don't love this survey just because it's just the Reddit. Right. Um, I feel like you're really getting a very specific sample. Like You're yeah. not getting a yeah. wide player base, you know? Yep. So I do think this data could be skewed. I don't love this data. However, Definitely I didn't biased. go through it. Did you want to go through it?
0: Uh, not right now. We can get through that in a little bit. I want to talk more about Gauntlet and 115 Day. That, it's exhaustive. The questions on that survey, it goes on and on. Like, Start scrolling, John. Just do a quick grab the thing and scroll down. It's like a 100-question survey. It's huge, which is awesome to see so much detail put into some how fans are feeling about stuff. So for the most hardcore fans, I think it's a very interesting sample. I don't think it is the best sample, but it is something that uh, is interesting enough to discuss on the show. Do um, you use
1: talisman at all? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever used a talisman, in truth.
0: I've used a bunch of them, and uh, they're fun. Uh, especially if truth, gone, I don't. It,
1: I don't think I ever have used one. People use dying wish still.
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of people definitely still use dying wish.
1: I haven't touched dying wish since like week
0: one. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we'll say we'll say this for later.
0: Okay, uh, let's get into the blog post a little bit of Ba-ba-ba-ba... Treyarch. I have it up here. There's a whole bunch of things to talk about. What about the new elixirs? They are perk up, refreshment, conflagration, liquidation.
1: Uh, Ooh, yeah. So we got our respect. perkaholic back.
0: Yeah, it's not a perkaholic. Uh, perk up, gain four additional random perks. Not in your loadout and it doesn't stack. You don't just get four plus four plus four. It's only four random. Uh, refreshment, refresh the cooldowns for equipment, perks, and special weapons for your entire team. And conf- on conflagration liquidation, spawn a bonfire sale power up, which they also changed the icon for a bond sale, uh, bonfire sale power up drop. And it looks really nice.
1: Oh, the bonfire sale. I like the look of it a lot too.
0: Yeah, it's really nice.
1: Have you used any of these new elixirs yet?
0: I have not used any of them. I I got a bunch of uh, one of them, I believe, but I have not had a chance to use any of them in-game. Neither have I. No, I haven't gotten any yet.
1: However, I will... uh, You know, I'm surprised they didn't give us, like, a handful for free. Because they do that sometimes. They do do that. I'm surprised they didn't... um... Like just give us a free like one or two of each of them because they've done that before in the past. He was one of and I I do I do yeah they did. Now that I think about it, I think this is going to be the start though of um, just just overpowered elixirs. Like Black Ops Three, they made a very intentional decision to make the gobble gums overpowered, Mm -hmm. um, and that was to cater to people who wanted to play that style. Right, and then they really toned it back in Black Ops Two, where a lot of the elixirs. Pale in comparison to the Gobblegums gums in Black Ops 3.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think they're going to start to, sl- I think, I think they're going to backpedal on their original decision to start to slowly roll out some OP Gobblegums or
0: elixirs. I think so, because that kind of gets back into the insight, excitement problem we were talking about in the past that, uh, you, there's nothing to roll that you get excited. Now, getting a perkaholic always was like, oh, yeah, perkaholic. Yeah, you know, you were
1: excited. Yeah, because I think they lost that appeal to, Gobblegums just don't have the same appeal as elixirs. One, I think part of it is the system. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate how it's like 30, 60, 75, uh, whatever the hell they're called, plasma, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what? The, I don't know what the numbers are, but you know how they break it up in that weird thing?
0: Yeah, it's 30, 45, I, 70, I pref- think.
1: Yeah, 30, 45, 70. I preferred the really easy one-to-one, one liquid divinium for one spill. And yeah. I get why they're doing it by obfuscating how much you're paying it mm-hmm. tricks people into paying more. I get it. I understand the psychology behind that, mm-hmm. but I still don't like it cuz I do think it's it's not fair to the player. It's definitely not pro consumer. Yeah. Um oh, no. but half the fun of spinning gobblegums and I wouldn't be shocked if their if their elixir sales are down compared to gobblegums is that nobody's really buying as many elixirs because there's nothing in there that's like game changing, you know.
0: Hundred percent, not nothing to like, be over. Like I'd,
1: I'd buy, I would buy like, I forget what they sold, liquid divinium. If they ever had like a one hundredth sale, you know, sometimes they'd sell hundred for really cheap. Yep. If I'd buy that and be like, oh fuck yeah, I just got like five new Perkaholics and like four shopping freeze and uh, and five round skips, you know, mm-hmm. like that was fun and that was. You know, I know that's pro microtransaction, which I know you can be sometimes, but there was an incentive to that. And that appeal was definitely gone in Black Ops 3, where I haven't actually spent a single dollar extra in this game on any microtransactions.
0: Gone in Black Ops 4?
1: Yeah, Black Ops 4. Yeah. I haven't spent any money on microtransactions because I really feel like I don't need them.
0: Yeah. No, there's there's really no need for anything. Even talismans that are super-duper rare that should be the most overpowered stuff in the game aren't. they? I mean, some of the stuff is nice that you can't lose certain perks but they're so rare and infrequent to get. It's, I don't know, it, it doesn't it get that excitement that we once had. So It's I, weird, I feel, like, I, feel like I'm,
1: I feel like I'm advocating Treyarch like, create more systems that force us to spend more money in this game.
0: Or just make more fun. Elixirs, yeah. I guess, is the I mean,
1: idea. It, the, the Gobblegums definitely made the game more fun and added yep. more spice to it. And the Elixirs are kind of an afterthought, I feel like, in this
0: game. Yeah, I think Shopping Free and Perkaholic are some of the best ways to play overpowered, put the game on easy mode and speed things up. And uh, Zombies is already a long game. Even though Gauntlet's supposed to be a speedrun, it, it's still a long process. Anything Oh, with the Essex takes like an hour and a half. Yeah, at least. And if you have the Essex challenges in the game, it's really going to be frustrating to... Try and speed those up. I I need to know how you can get that done in, like, 30 seconds, CSIC challenges, especially around 27. I can't wait to see that optimized. Otherwise, it kills the momentum of Gauntlet. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. see this in a ZWC now. Everyone's going to be playing a Gauntlet. It's going to take an hour and a half. It's just too much. That's got to be the the finale. I I, I
1: honestly, I thought Gauntlets were going to take, like, 30 minutes when they they were being, like, hyped up. Mm -hmm. They should release a couple extra Gauntlets that are shorter.
0: Yep. Maybe nine, nine will be maybe, maybe make them twenty
1: three. round maybe make them twenty round challenges. Mm-hmm. Because like keep your thirties, have have a few of them, but definitely a ZWC event that takes an hour and a half is yeah, not cool. gonna be as fun. Definitely. You know, and while we're on the topic of ZWCs yeah. and whatnot, um gobble gums and whatnot really affected how you speed speed ran maps. Yeah. Like I definitely think we need a few elixirs in this game that allow us to manipulate how we're gonna speedrun. And also how you speed run a gauntlet round two would be great.
0: In in addition to talking about ZWC, didn't you hear Zombies was announced for game battles and competition now?
1: Yeah, I saw Milo was playing that the other day.
0: Oh, there's actually a a mode to play that or something like that? I just saw Charlie Intel talked about it.
1: I don't know if it's publicly available, but I know Milo made a video where he was playing MLG Zombies.
0: Oh, well, that's exciting. That's pretty big news. I didn't even know about that. I I would have had that as a whole topic if I didn't know. Wow,
1: so now z w c has competition
0: is it competition or do they help one another? uh they probably help one another, yeah, because then whatever m l. g has as an event z w c can pick up as their their challenges and whatnot mm-hmm, but it's good to see zombies trying, and I think Milo was one of the biggest proponents of competitive zombies. I know both of us have been skeptical, yeah. but
1: gauntlet is definitely a step in the right direction for competitive zombies because it creates a metric to measure yourself, mm-hmm. you know
0: yes Before yes.
1: beforehand it was like the really really the only way you ever measured yourself compared to other zombies was how quickly you could other zombie players was how quickly you could speed run or your highest round yep the problem is high rounds don't take as much skill as people think it's more a test of patience than it is actually a test of skill yeah speed runs are test. speed runs are a test of skill but they kind of they they reach they, they reach a they reach a limit you know
0: yeah, because RNG is so heavy in a zombie game, there's not like uh, tricks where you can skip things and stuff like that. It's really like, hey, did you just get the right sequence of RNG events, the foot to come at the right time for Origins? Did this? Did you make sure to remember like the little details that make a speedrun, like optimizing the dials, only go so far until you have to wait for a robot to come that mm-hmm. may never come.
1: But it does it does work in competitive events like Easter eggs for Charity where yeah. we had teams. that works in that sense, but that does also come down to RNG. Yep. And Gauntlet has a little bit of RNG to it, it as well. does.
0: Depending on the drops you get, like an insta-kill really helps almost every round.
1: Like if you wanted to make a purely competitive Zombies, you'd have to go into mutations and turn off drops. Mm. Um, or have even them then.
0: specifically drop at specific rounds, just like they have fixed challenges for each round.
1: I'd say just turn them off completely. Um, because what's the point of giving everybody a quick uh, an insta kill at um, at round like say 30? It just inflates the numbers.
0: Well, it could you can make the argument just like what's the point of giving us a max ammo and a carpenter during each phase of a boss fight? It's just the help you need it, you're gonna run out of ammo. It's trying to make the thing oh, uh, uh, okay, I that's understand. What, like that's yeah. where I'm coming from on that one. Not necessarily that you have to do that, I just think that's an option.
1: Because if, if it was like you said, it's like everybody gets a nuke at round 25, like. All right, so you've just shaved thirty seconds off everybody's timer, that right?
0: Doesn't affect. I, I, and I, I nukes actually are bad in this game mode, especially when I was trying to do the. You have like two minutes to do the round. If you get a nuke, you're gonna auto fail it. Don't hit a nuke when you're trying to do get through like round twenty six mm. as fast as possible. I That's
1: would dangerous. think a nuke might be nice for the crawler round. It's Kind of just like a quick sweep of everybody.
0: Might be that might work well. It just the the despawn respawn is so damn slow. Oh.
1: Like, I'm thinking if you kill, like, a majority of the crawlers in map and there's a few stragglers, drop a nuke, and then boom. Mm. That could work.
0: So, for anybody that doesn't know, we're now on to Gauntlet, and it's 30 rounds. There's a bronze, there's a silver, there's a gold. And if you beat the 10th round, the 20th round, and the 30th round, you earn those medals and you get your rewards. There's three strikes and you're out. So if you fail a certain round, one in particular was I just ran out of special infected zombies, so I couldn't get. I had 9 out of 10 special infected zombies killed with the correct elemental pack-a-punch. You just fail. You can't do anything about it. That's a game over. And then it restarts you on that round so you don't get a free skip. It's not like, oh, I failed that onto the next round. They're going to keep trying to make you succeed that round, which is nice uh, in that sense. So uh Gauntlet was a very interesting way to see. Everything was pretty darn easy up until I say 26 on is when things really start to spice up in difficulty. And it's mm. nice. It's a nice, refreshing challenge. Can you hear my dog? Yep. Oh, honey. She's upstairs now. Oh, God.
1: Gauntlet challenges do feel a little bit like a yeah, curve. Yeah,
0: definitely an exponential curve. Uh, But it's not too difficult. It's great that... Like Noah J, he got it. Like when I saw a meme about that, he got it like his first time. Wow, she's really losing her shit right now. Okay.
1: Did he uh, get it his first? Did he get it his
0: first try? Uh, I think his first stream where all the other ones because there's all these uh, Milo Pizza Dalek all failed and then you had uh Noah getting it right. Hmm. That was a good player. Yeah, no, he's that's why he joined Hundred Thieves, right? And he loves competitive. I mean, he used to be part of another company. I, I don't know if that's public or not, but they were more. I don't think he. I don't think he fun. joined.
1: Comp- I don't think he joined comp- or 100 thieves because of zombies. I think that was Fortnite.
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying competitive games, not competitive zombies. He's a competitive player. Oh. He he told me that that where he was was really more fun, and they wanted to join someone that was more like competitive gaming driven, like Fortnite, like. Uh, uh, what other does he play any other competitive games besides Fortnite? I think he was doing all those charity or these uh competition events for that stuff. So, uh, I'm not really sure, yeah, I don't know, but I know at the very least that was what he told me when I last talked to him that he wanted more competition. So that's why he was at 100 Thieves. Noah did get it his first attempt, first try. Boom, what a guy! What a oh, that's guy! That's pretty good. He, awesome.
1: That's tough too because those Essex challenges, yeah, when you get to when you get to the what is it, like 17, I forget when the other is. Exactly. Um, like if you don't know it's coming and you don't have an Essex, good yep. luck pack a punching it. Like you better get a really lucky pack a bunch of RNG and it's on the poop deck or something. Yep. Otherwise, like if you if you get the Essex challenge and then you find out that the pack a punch is in the basement or in the boy like in the uh, turbine room, you're you're burnt. Yep. So that's a that's some good luck right there.
0: I had a good feeling the Essex would keep becoming a recurring, uh item, so I was trying to keep it around and pack a punch it in the original game, but. What got me was the reset that totally – the, like, round 23 reset where you start with nothing again because I couldn't prep for the Kraken. Like, once you know it's coming, then you can have a a free Kraken waiting for you. Oof. I was like, well, that's it for me, folks. I'm definitely in trouble, and I somehow managed to get through those rounds, but it was, oof, not not as enjoyable, but it's kind of the fun of – figuring out what each round is the mysteries it made me want a hardcore mode did you get up to the no hud challenge yeah oh i Mm -hmm. love that it's so just nice to play with no nonsense on your screen i I didn't even even
1: feel like no hud was even a challenge i was like all right this This is is what we're doing i'm kind
0: of chilling with it there should be
1: an option to turn off hud 100 put it put it in the settings Yep. That would be great. I'd love that.
0: The only thing is, like, specialists, you don't know when it's active. You'd have to listen for an audio cue if it's full. I think it has an audio cue if it's full. And the characters, I think, have a voice line saying, like, Chakram's ready. So that would be really helpful. And I think it's fun. that That's literally like a hardcore multiplayer TDM doesn't have a HUD. So you just got to mm-hmm. know what's there. I love that for zombies. I think it's one of the purer ways to play the game
1: have you ever uh have you ever i was just thinking about this as you mentioned the specialists have you ever gotten into the habit when you're playing other zombie games to uh when you're in trouble like hit the try to activate your specialist and you're like oh wait shit, they're not in this game
0: I don't think I've played any other black ops game or zombie games lately no. after well, then Bill you're not Friday. a you're not
1: you're not a real zombies fan then I was playing nuketown last night and I hit the uh I hit the i i I found myself in a corner and I hit the two buttons and I just threw a grenade and I'm like Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, that's this great. is not what I wanted.
0: Oh, that's amazing to see how that's changed. Uh, just the basic instincts of zombie players. Yeah, because
1: because now my instinct at the first sign of like danger when I think I'm going down is to activate my specialist and get that shield.
0: Yeah. you Because know?
1: honestly, the best part about that is not even the weapon itself, but just yep. the shield. Those two extra yep. hits or three extra hits, whatever it gets you.
0: Do you think specialist weapons hurt the game more now as time's gone on? I enjoy them. They're really fun, but listen to the argument I heard from a commenter saying that at least in Origins we had these un- these super unlimited powerful staffs, but you had to go through an entire quest with them and they had limited ammo. In with the specialist weapons, they're unlimited power and technically unlimited ammo and you can just keep charging them up and up and up. Uh, there's really no fear to be had is with specialist weapons. They make the game incredibly easy in the terms mm. of like endless killing as long as you can get I di- them
1: charged. I, di- I, dis- I disagree because okay. in order to charge it you have to do kill you have to kill a bunch of zombies. Yeah. So you're playing normally to get it back. It also kind of balances the fact that we don't have jugs. So there so you've been playing yeah, with yeah. one less hit this whole time like I think it was even more effective back when it was only 3 hits and there was just absolutely no jug. Yeah. Um but we're still we're still playing with one less hit than normal. I also really don't feel like you're playing always with an unlimited wonder weapon cuz it's not like a majority of my killing is with the specialist. A majority of my killing is with my main weapon cuz I don't always have it. And if anything, I prefer to save it as a get out of jail free card rather mm-hmm. than a uh, as a means to kill zombies. So I very rarely play with it as a my main method of killing.
0: What's your highest round?
1: Uh, forty six.
0: Okay. <laughs> After fifty, especially on hardcore, I was testing it out. Guns don't work. Even wonder weapons, I was unclassified. The Witcher's how I wouldn't kill anything with two full clips. I couldn't kill any zombies, so it just becomes just uh specialist weapons. But even mm. with that, how do you fill the specialist weapon if I can't kill anything with my my other weapons? I would, I, I found a I, giant I, wall. As soon as I hit 50, nothing died anymore.
1: I don't care about that at all because in Black Ops 1, the same thing was the case where it yeah. was like, it was like, oh, you're at around 100. How are you going to kill the zombies? You got to use a trap because you're already got yes. a thunder gun ammo. You yep. know, like that's just same old, same old. Fair enough. You, you're just rather than using your traps, you're using your specialists. It's like, oh, this is unfair. You have these, you have these wonder wafts that shoot from the ceiling and kill all zombies that run through it. You know, you have this unlimited weapon that only costs you a 1,000 points. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's same old, same old. Same complaint, different game.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so moving on, there was also rebalancing. Most people were hoping for cooldown changes. Treyarch no. ignored the shit out of that. Instead, they did some buffs to uh, join the party, swordplay, Control-Z, Cashback, Phantom Reload, and Blood Debt. I think join the party is now valuable because it works as a Phoenix Up as well. So, uh, But mm-hmm. they don't get to keep their perks, which is lame. It's a it's a super legendary epic it's a le, it's an epic elixir and it doesn't you don't get to keep your perks. It's just like why? Why?
1: What are you doing, Triox? I
0: don't we already had a Phoenix up in the game. Well, where's the unbalance there? It can respawn dead party members, but not restored perks. But when you die, like half the time you, you I guess you keep all your weapons in this game. So I guess that's why they could argue they don't give you the perks. Fair enough. Swordflay, apparently, you see, this one is really interesting. i got to test it out. Melee attacks now instantly kill basic and vermin enemies for the duration. Forever? For every round now? And deals five times damage to all enemies. So can I just melee people on Swordflay at round 80, like I was uh, arguing about? And then it's an insta-kill on normal zombies? Uh, that's a really interesting buff, if that's the case. And makes that really, really powerful. They also changed the duration of turn from 15 to 30 seconds, which is nice, because I it felt like that was a bit underpowered. Uh, moving on, though, unless you have anything else you want to comment about that.
1: Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't really played much with the buffing or no the uh, the adjustments.
0: Uh, we have the coming soon, mastering camos, loot weapons, mastercrafts, <laughs> reactive camos, and more. So we're going to have mastery camos inside zombies, which will be gold, diamond, dark, metal camos are coming in zombies with their own unique challenges. So if you unlock them in other modes, uh, to start here, it says, no, no. You're going to have to get your own zombie-specific challenges to get those camos, excuse me. And then you uh, get them in blackout. <laughs> these camos represent the highest level of shooting in zombie mastery, so get out there and show off your skills. Uh, sure. Uh, classic weapons and loot weapons I'm a little worried. The I'll run down the list, and then we can give our opinions on it, John. Uh, the MP40, the... Grav, the da- Damien uh, 3XB, the SWAT Rift are all coming to zombies. Uh, then we have Mastercrafts, Reactive Camos, and Black Market Camos. Get ready for a far more variety in zombies. We're adding the ability to equip Mastercrafts, Reactive Camos, and Weapon Camos acquired in the Black Market. Ah, now I get it. Because you can earn Mastery Camos in the other modes, but they wouldn't. you can't use them in zombies if you get a multiplayer Mastery Camo. But Mastercrafts and stuff you get through the loot system, you can use in the zombie mode. That makes sense to me now. Um, there's gonna be a new perk that was a pretty big announcement our first new perk is coming to black ops for zombies in the near future look for more details as we get closer later this month which there should be another patch actually like next week i think we should be getting our new stuff coming really soon isn't that crazy it's hopefully, like hopefully one so. week no then the week after that so it's about two weeks away our our next big patch is coming it's end of february end of january so what, what is it how that? about how can you help me say come- there's a new
1: perk and not say anything about it
0: uh, I, I don't know, that's just... But, but once you free, tell them what it is, that's it, right? That's, that's It's the also mistake. the first
1: time that we've gotten a new perk that isn't uh, part of a map, which yeah. I guess makes sense because now perks aren't tied to maps. Like, you don't have physical perk machines in maps like we did in the past.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's a bummer.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it. Now that I think about it, it you know, part of me was like, oh, yeah, it's the first time we're getting new perks in a game, like, mid, uh, just randomly. It's like, yeah. no, nah, they were always just tied to DLC. Now they can't
0: and gauntlet uh and then we'll get down to so do do, let's unpack these a little bit and then we can get to the looking ahead to 2019 roadmap that uh and and the q a that jason one of the other bits where he choose the only youtube bigger youtuber he uh replied to was mr dalek he's like are we gonna get a roadmap and he's just like oh we posted one on the blog (laughs) look where they don't have any like solid dates for anything at all actually for zombies so good good on you curated questions Uh, He Did you skip skip,
1: uh, multiplayer pauses in there? That's the next stuff. That's the next stuff. Uh, Looking ahead
0: in 2019. We're just talking about coming soon. So Uh, that shit could be who knows when, but this should be the next patch. The 1.12 patch should be all this that I just discussed. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, do you have any opinions about Master Camos, Classic Weapons, Loot Weapons, Master Crafts, Reactive Camos, Black Market Camos, New Perks, and New Gauntlet?
1: Yeah, you're just going to throw the whole thing at me. Um, I would say... As for uh, the camos, I'm like, okay, so clearly you've invented these camos for players who have mastered zombies, but you can't make camos for Gauntlet. Like, okay, Treyarch, um, like, you're going to give me shitty face paints. Uh, uh, and then in addition to that, um, I'm all for throwback weapons and new weapons coming into the game. Um, hopefully I don't have to buy them, but I think I'm going to have to buy them.
0: Yeah, that's my worry. That's my big worry right It's just... Especially with the perk. I wonder if we're just gonna get the free perk or we're gonna have to buy the perk too. Because it was it
1: was like back in the day, they would just throw in three new new weapons into maps just because it fit the theme, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping that doesn't go away. I don't think did did Dead of the Night introduce any new weapons?
0: Uh just Alistair's pistol. Man, you bummed me out new, with that
1: perk. N- new weapons as in though, like yeah. uh I don't know new weapons you, like
0: like a mm-hmm. Galil, like an MP forty or whatever. Um, wow, that's gonna be lame because that's part of the allure of maps was that you go to a specific map to play with certain perks and certain weapons. That's why Shinouma as uh, that's is such a fun map to me is that the marshals are on there the h g 40s on there. it feels uh, there, there's more to it to that map. You have the widow's wine uh what is that pool of water you can get stuff, a unique spider fight. you don't get those in any other maps. just adding perks and weapons kind of uh just by default.
1: Well, Hopefully, they can incorporate like weapon specific maps into the future. Like, that's not ruled out. But also, if you're doing DLC weapons, you probably are going to do them for the whole game. So we'll see. Right. I do, I, I do, though. Like, I think maps have a little bit of a charm to them when they have exclusive weapons. Yeah and then when you get them out of the box like you're like oh I kind of want to keep this cuz how often do I get to play with this weapon you know exactly exactly like they had that what was it the uh the M1 Grand in Zetsubo I think or, yep. I don't think it was the M1 Grand it's the it? MX
0: Grand but yeah yeah
1: the MX Grand you're like There's yeah a whole bunch it's of it's set the best weapon I'm going to fuck with this cuz why not how often how often do I play Zetsubo and then how often when I'm playing Zetsubo do I get this out of the map out of the box
0: exactly yeah i'm excited though that we'll get Camos unlock. I hope they're not just 500,000 headshots, LOL, play till January of next year. Um, Mm -hmm. So I am excited, though, that we'll get Gold Diamond and Dark Matter. It'll probably be the first time I'll be unlocking these since, like, Block Ops 2. Uh, Loot weapons have me concerned, but I don't think we can even dodge out of that stuff now. It'd be cool if you unlock them through challenges, but it clearly says loot weapons. So I imagine we might be getting a loot and tier system added to zombies soon as well, which I find fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We might get a black market or a uh, black multiplayer and blackout type of tier system might be coming our way to zombies like we requested, but it might be one of those who careful what you you wished for type of deals. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look ahead to 2019. Black Ops 4 Zombies is the biggest, most ambitious zombies mode we've ever created. Yeah, blah. Uh, uh, excitement. Like the Q&A. Yeah, we already have more maps than ever before. It's like, all right, Treyarch, stop tooting your
1: horn. You're already in trouble. Yeah, it's you know,
0: nothing. It's not the best way. Like humility goes a long way. Just to be like, yeah, we're doing well. You know, we're trying our best instead of being like, we have nailed this out of the Treyarch's, park.
1: It's it's like Treyarch broke their window, but they're like, yeah, but I cleaned my room. <laughs> like you still broke a window. Yeah, and you all had the, the snows c- coming in. Like now. like. Tooting, I, 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 I get that from Treyarch's perspective. They're like, how could everybody be so mad at us when we have all this shit in game? But you're saying the wrong things. Yeah. When, the, when the community is upset with you and the community is upset with you, mm-hmm. it is not the time to toot your horn. You are just going to turn people off. That actually bugs me that, they, that they're still doing this. Stop calling your game the most ambitious zombies mode ever when the community is clearly upset with you.
0: Yeah, I guess they're trying to go through the storm. Let's be positive, though, John. Let's not try and get too down. We get through these holes no, and we no, get you too can, negative. Can be,
1: like, yeah. like just, just, just don't reference it, you know? Yeah, no, no, I'm with Why? you. I'm
0: with you. You don't, They don't have to, in a sense, continue to try and toot their own horn. It's almost like um, not to get too political, which is always terrifying, but the current president of the United States will love to just add extra shit, all kinds of stuff, and tell we got the very best of the best anything with absolutely no backing of that, even though things are clearly not going well. You, you get a little bit of that feeling right now. No matter what the reality of the situation is, Treyarch seems to be saying, everything's fine, everything's fine, you all love the game, everything's fine. And that, that can mm-hmm. be a, a little frustrating to the community. Um, someone wanted to point out that Tommy Gun was the exclusive gun inside yeah. uh, Bob of the Dead. I'm sure you saw that in chat. Just wanted to shout that out so people don't go, they're they all read chat! Uh, plans for upcoming months include so upcoming months could be as soon as February and as long as December of next year or longer screw you who cares they don't give us any dates host migration Uh, they're going to add a feature that should never have been removed uh, from Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 but clearly something some of the code in the back end never got into the game it's good to have a very needed feature a beloved feature back inside the game very soon now, the biggest news, and I think the biggest celebration for players is a server pause.
1: That's big.
0: First time in Call of Duty Zombies, uh, whoever's host can pause the game, allowing everyone to go to the bathroom uh, for players in a private game, not public so you can't troll people. But now when we need to go to the bathroom real quick or take a dog out when we're doing our Easter egg hunts, we can just pause the game. It's fantastic. That, that's one of the greatest features I've ever heard, ever heard. Big facts either. right there. Big that's facts. A, that's a big thumbs up for Treyarch. That's awesome. Uh, split screen pause. That's something that has been very annoying in the past, especially in Bo3. They ignored that. you not pause yeah. and split screen? Yeah, certain game modes. Even I think World at War had issues with that, especially because it didn't fill. Like Bo1 got split screen right because I yeah, used I to play the, Because they had pause. the full split screen. I think they had pause. World at War had like the two boxes on the sides, which was awful because you had all this wasted space. Uh, Bo2 and Bo3, I don't think had pausing in it. I can I can't tell you the last
1: time I played split screen. <laughs>
0: It, it's been a while. It's been a very long time. Probably high school is the last time I played split screen on all the games. And BL2 was probably the last game I played split screen on. Uh, but on the other hand, I tried BL3 when people came over at college and visited me and they wanted to play some of the new zombies. I did try. I did mm-hmm. try to do some split screen stuff. So fair enough. Uh, yes, I like that. It's so innovative. Endless innovation. All the innovation. I think we should call everything innovative now for Treyarch. The way they, to your point about how they keep tuning their own horn. Uh, in the Zombie News show, I kept trying to make that as a joke of just how innovative this post was. Unbelievable. Never before done. Innovation. Talking in a post. Wow. Not giving dates. This is true innovation.
1: Anyway, Describing what's coming to your game in a meaningful
0: manner. <laughs> innovation. More gauntlets. We're planning to release new gauntlets throughout the year, beginning with Unsinkable and Voyages of Spare and continuing with the next gauntlet in our 1.12 update. So we should be getting a, a 9 classified or... Uh, Blood of the Dead it's probably classified will probably be last any DLC it's stuff is going to be later
1: it's good that th- that's good that the next gauntlet is like real
0: close yes you know? that's exciting so we can finally like you want it uh, we get to optimize this gauntlet I'll probably just be getting my gold by the time I'm going to guess 9 is the next one because they're going to really be pushing the main crews and then Blood will be the third one probably classified or it might even be Dead of the Night before classified for what our challenges are because the Ether storyline seems like such an a- afterthought now which is just a whole nother can of worms. I'm like, why are they even in the game? Why? Mm -hmm. Oh, and that gets toward the Q&A as well. Did you clear your schedule for the fifth time? Uh, Jason hinted that DLC 2, which definitely feels like a big, uh, oh, you think it has to be Nuketown? Uh, Tough put it in Pops, you little bitches. It's gonna be a, a chaos map for DLC two.
1: Yeah, Greece, we're gonna chaos, it's gonna follow Voyage of Despair. Yeah, it's fr- Delphi, so so the way the way it'll nine. work is could be the inter- way it'll work so. is that um this will I, I think the chronological order will be Dead of the Night, Voyage Delphi Nine.
0: Yeah, could, yeah. Yeah. Because nine like
1: nine start nine starts in Delphi. Mm-hmm. I think uh, at least the way the way I imagine it is that probably whatever they're doing in nine will lead them to that that cave where they sniff the vapors. Mm-hmm. That's probably how it works now. And then maybe from there, once we have a block that follows in a nice chronological order, we can start getting the story normally.
0: Yeah. And then we might actually make some mm-hmm. fun theory videos again. With- now that
1: they've filled in the gaps.
0: Yeah. It's. I mean, I'm
1: disappointed. I wanted Nuketown. Yeah. You know, I think every everybody wanted. Not even that. I wanted Nuketown. I wanted. I wanted Ether. Aether. Yeah. I I didn't want another Chaos story because not that the Chaos story is bad, but that like I would have much preferred if we alternated.
0: Or just finished what they started.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you you you've set up these two big teasers in both Blood of the Dead and Nine. Classified. And then you're going to leave me class, yeah, Blood of the Dead and classified. And you're going to leave me hanging now for two DLCs. Like, I understand. going to be
0: one. more. People are arguing it's going to be the entire season.
1: I, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Now, what are you
0: going to do with the Ether storyline? How do you even build them up? Maybe,
1: maybe Ether, uh, the, and this is a pipe dream, but maybe, maybe the Black Ops Pass is just the Chaos story. Yeah, and, and then, then we have ether a whole Ether. Actor, right. Ether and that'll master be exciting. Free. Like oh. Nuketown just drops as a free DLC.
0: But really, like uh, we got to wait a a year to to start the season for Ether storyline. That was the no, discussion. I, I,
1: I don't know about that. I thought maybe they would just randomly drop Nuketown one day. Because randomly dropping maps is a the thing they do now.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But that's their choice, you know. And uh, we it gotta make ha- the it- best of it, you know.
1: It could happen, and you know what? This actually makes sense now that I think about it because back when Newtown was first being uh, leaked by that playtest, he was like, yeah, they haven't even begun debugging the map yet. So it makes sense that that was, I guess, a longer ways away. My biggest concern now is that we theoretically have three of the four DLC maps known already. Uh, Where does London fit in with all this? Is London dead? I made a video about this earlier in the week. Unless London is DLC four, I don't know where London fits in with their schedule unless they're doing something radically different, but I can't predict that right now And London to me, that would mean that London is then the finale to the Aether story, which London to me doesn't feel like the place where the finale would take place.
0: Yeah. It should be somewhere mythical at the very least. I really think it should be
1: like if, if I'm just, if I'm just in London and there's a great war going on between Dr. Monty, the shadow man and us, that's going to feel really weird Mm -hmm. and out of place. So I'm almost wondering, did like, did London just like get pushed aside, get thrown on the back burner? They're like, you know, we don't want to go to London anymore. Well,
0: which which London are you referring to? Like the recording sessions, because we already had conversations about how Dead of the Night was potentially where they were inside England recording stuff, but that doesn't mean they couldn't dual record. No, sessions. I've
1: I've heard theory. I'm talking about the fact that like we have teases yeah. of London, yeah. Newspapers you know, you have, and D E V and. You not only have the newspapers that are in D.E. and Moon, but you also have the newspaper that's in the remake of the Mob of the Dead loading screen. Like, you have the new Mob of the Dead loading screen. Yeah. This is the one that's in the comics, not the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. You have that loading screen. And then on the next page is a newspaper article about Parliament meeting in London over a zombie emergency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, they, like like they're teasing it. And I, I almost wonder, like, did they just scrap it?
0: Well, John, you know when they when the community sees their foreshadowing and we point it out, then they get really mad and they have to just completely redo the storyline just to subvert our expectations. Mm-hmm. Seems, that seems to be the current trend right now, and they don't say otherwise. And that's the current frustration with those goddamn zombie YouTubers that, that owe everything to Treyarch. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I mean, Dead of the Night could be could be their London map or why Craig was in England, but that still yeah. doesn't explain the teases.
0: Dead of the night is a forty minute drive from London, they say. Yeah, it's a I real saw, place. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw on our Discord it was yeah, posted. Um and I was looking at that. I even I even threw it in my video. It was actually really conveniently tying because I saw it as I was working on the video. Oh wonderful. Um and I'm like, I'm just gonna throw
0: this in. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know. Uh I don't know, London. Or Paris when has a final map. I don't know if I would want to Paris. I really want something mythical. It doesn't even have to be Atlantis. It's got to be not Revelations. Uh, it was like Jelly to me that man. the reds and the blues, just seem like, you know, when you're on about Jelly
1: Not a Revelations clip show, but give me yeah, something.
0: Something new, some new original IP for a finale of Zombies. And, and I don't even know if it has to be a Great War to be the, the finale of Zombies, right? Like, that seems like we've already done this. It's on the timeline, it's been in a cycle, but there's just this underground. I feel like this is going to be the same how I felt with uh, I didn't want Blood of the Dead or, or yeah, Blood of the Dead to be the, like, Satan or the uh, limbo or the afterlife or any of that type. It just fucking is. And that's one of these things I'm just going to have to let go. Because there seems to be this underground for years, being like, "Oh man, I can't. I want to. I want to be a part of the Great War. I want to fight the Great War in game." It's just like, "Well, I don't give a fuck about playing the Great War." But after the classified ending, it's pretty clear we're gonna be playing the Great War. It's like, "Oh, is the Great War gonna be the ending?" Because then that only gets into more paradoxical nonsense. It's just like, "Well, now this is the Great War that breaks the cycle that then cleans up the zombies that then does." It just becomes more of this. Okay, whatever. All right, I guess I'm just playing the game to enjoy it now. The story really. Isn't compelling me at all. I mean, do you like the story anymore? Unknown loves the story still, and a lot of people still really like it. And that uh, that survey had a bunch of people still totally into the Ether storyline. And to me, the greatest disappointment so far is the Ether storyline and how it's been handled. The Chaos storyline is far more interesting to me at this point.
1: No, I'm still into the story. I, I mean, I'm annoyed that it's kind of getting the the short end of the stick, but I'm still into it.
0: Wow. No, I completely lost interest. It's kind of like Star Wars syndrome all over again. I just don't. I, I don't see what 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 should I care for, John? What are you excited for in the in the story?
1: What am I excited for? I'm excited yeah. to see how it all wraps up.
0: I don't exactly. think it's going to be satisfying in any way that it wraps up.
1: No, but I'm just I'm just happy that it's wrapping up, like right. like like the fact because you know like as as much as we want this story to go on forever, I also don't want to be strung along for another decade. Sure. I, so put a put a, put a bow on it, whether it's good or bad.
0: Okay, because it's it's giving me Walking Dead vibes right now, where they're they're doing like finales for stuff, and you're just like, this this has elements that are really cool, but you just it's been like six seasons of hot trash, and it's so difficult to be like I care about this, and in, uh, and not saying Craig Zombies has been hot trash over six seasons. I'm just saying, as of release, any the any bubble I had for the Ether storyline just got popped, and it's just sort of this whatever it is now. Like, my friends, especially that we were super into this, none of us care anymore, and that can be a product of what it was. Whatever made zombies interesting and special to me and my friend group is just gone away. And so I'm just... We're, the silver lining is having fun with it. I'm not saying this game's bad or you're wrong to like the storyline or anything. It's just the magic has left me. Somehow Treyarch has stolen the magic away from my heart. Anywho. Uh, expended some sad support for the Black Ops Articity Stamps. So that's sort of super exciting uh, that you can get more information, even though they had like a dive to prone statistic. Javanel pointed out to me a little while ago. It's like, we can't dive to prone. So why is that a stat inside block ops uh, for stat system? And the big one, faction callings. Let's talk about faction callings. I think that's going to wrap up uh, the post, which is the meat of 115 day. My biggest problem with Faction Callings. I've made jokes in my videos. I've, made, I've talked about it in the Discord, and here we are again. Faction Callings, the this is the big one. Faction Callings, or Factions, is planned to be our most intricate new feature coming to Black Ops 4 later in 2019. So they still don't have a solid name on it yet, whether it's Factions or Callings. And saying it's Faction Callings to me is also uh, troublesome, because it makes me worried about uh, it's just another version of Callings. Uh, and as such will require the most time to complete the engineering, scripting, implementation, and testing needed before going live in the game. Faction callings are designed to feature a full season of 12 unique challenges, so each month you have one challenge event across all zombie maps and game modes that reward players with never-before-seen character custom- customization loot. so potentially the tier system. Completing each event will c- culminate in faction-based narrative reveals that flesh out the zombie universe even further, further so we might even get, like, uh, get to tier 30 of your faction calling challenge for that month. And you end up getting a cutscene scene with uh, the order or the dust balls, even though that's not their names, but that's what we're going to call them. Uh, and how they're, f- <laughs> to how they're fitting into the universe. My, my, I can't believe they would say this in the post still is that they require the most time to complete engineering, scripting, implementation, and testing. I've gone on and joked about this enough and in serious, serious way. That's the whole thing that the game mode's not made at all. Nothing is made about this, and it's not ready, and we're not going to see it until maybe late summer or potentially uh, Christmas of next year. This is by far the worst offhand remark Jason Bledel ever made about the mode because expectations are way too high for it now. And I don't think it's... What what do you expect from factions are going to do for this game? I don't think there's anything that they could implement in factions that's going to blow people away thanks to what has now been uh, built up. There's there's too high expectations for factions now. I don't think it'll ever be lived up to just because of how it's been handled. What do you make of it all?
1: I think factions should have been a day one thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, factions doesn't feel... I feel like factions should have never been a game mode. Uh-huh. Like, it should just have been a system that is incorporated throughout all of zombies. Okay. And, like, within factions, you could have, like, your faction's highest rounds and total, like, rounds of everybody involved in the faction and who in the factions have achieved gold and who's achieved silver and whatnot. And then maybe have, like, a point system that goes with it, you know? Okay. And then competitions will go along with that. That's how I always figured factions should be. Factions won't save zombies. Factions will just be another thing on top of it, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah, but... But
1: also, I don't understand why this is such a major overhaul, that this requires so much work.
0: Right. Maybe maybe I also
1: don't understand games.
0: True, and understand their ambitions for implementing factions. Someone suggested that potentially maybe this is how we'll unlock the transit crew through a tier system. We'll get transit crew outfits to play in games and stuff like that. I mean, if we have gauntlets and stuff, I mean, remember how everything we used to analyze as how does it relate to the story mode? Like, Gauntlet's no longer... That, it's like there's such a loss on does oh, anything I, matter.
1: But I, I, I don't think to myself. I, I never I never once thought about Gauntlet in relation to the story.
0: Right. No, that's what I'm saying. And this is just a changing... I'm not. This is not a good or bad thing, because go Grief. Grief was a part of the story. Grief got is on the timeline with the CIA investigating stuff and the CDC at the Nuketown base and stuff like that. Grief is actually a part of the original storyline. And that was sort of that everything was fluent and runs together. And this might add to the disconnect that happens, that is also a good thing because now we can just play as Victus in some cases. We can just finally, I get to play as my Victus characters on any map I want. So screw you. Treyarch subverts our expectations once again, saying, hey, guess what? Uh, Now that we don't have to worry about those constraints, you can have, you wanted them on Blood of the Dead and you didn't get them and you're disappointed. Well, guess what? You can play as them now anyway. And you have your character lines, and sure, shit doesn't make sense, but you're not playing the the canon version of our mode right now, so that's an option as well.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll see. I to me, it was like, why, why throw this in if it's if it's so far away? I I
0: just it's such a mistake to announce this, like you're saying. What I mean, this is almost like saying, "Hey, BO Force, Five's coming out in three years." It's like because you
1: already you already had you already had a lot of good stuff in this blog post you know like you had people excited about new perk you had people excited about um about this or that i i think it would have been a much smarter move to wait like two months for when you'd be like all right looking at our timelines we should have factions done in a month you know Mm -hmm. and then they could say in the like and throw that in your future blog post in the coming soon section you know like, when you feel like you're a title update away from launching this thing, then would have been, I think, a good time to really talk about it. Yeah. But then maybe another part of it was that they're like, well, they keep asking for it. Yeah. And we've said it on the show multiple times, where are factions? Yep. I'm like, let's just say something. And, you know, I said this earlier in the show, I think saying something is better than saying nothing. Yeah. But uh, rather than just go into detail, I think they should have just said factions is coming.
0: Yeah sort of like uh, Bethesda they did they nailed it with her Skyrim during the re- reveal at E3 where they're just like not Skyrim but the next Elder Scrolls game is coming and everyone was like yeah no date no nothing they're just like it's coming and everyone was excited to know that their their demand for a new Elder Scrolls game was being heard this is mm-hmm. i don't know how they've gotten communication so wrong this year like it is pitiful for zombies is, is that too harsh do you think pitiful is too harsh for Communications and how they've worded and handled their updates.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. So, well, what was the adjective you would use then instead of pitiful?
1: Uh, just not just uh, non-existent isn't the right word because it does exist. It does, uh,
0: but well, like we discussed, that they word stuff that just annoys you. It's just you, like you it's just been it's,
1: it's just been tone deaf.
0: Tone deaf.
1: I think tone deaf is the best way to describe it.
0: And okay, okay. I mean, think about
1: it, think about it. John asked for a roadmap and Jason says we've already given you one. Yeah. People ask people ask for people ask for uh people are asking, well, are we gonna get more DLC than ever? And Jason says, We've already given you more DLC than ever. It comes off very smug. It's like a we know better, trust me.
0: Yes. Okay, I see your point now. Yes.
1: It's it's tone deaf. They don't understand it. It's like I said earlier in the show where the community is upset with them and they don't they don't seem to really
0: realize that. Um, do you think this is uh, a sy- a symptom or no, no, a result of Jason and Craig and the team really digging into what their vision of zombies is and actually having a structure to zombies that we didn't have in the past? Because zombies was never structured like it is now. Uh,
1: I'm not sure I understand.
0: So you know how there's like a beginning, middle, end. Zo- Jason has the whole story planned out. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going. They really have the storyline, the maps all really outlined, if not down to a T. In the past, what what map from Shang to Moon things were were changing drastically. We were supposed to be Shang to Paris or something like that, and that didn't end up happening. So things mm-hmm. are were half made by the community, half made by the developers. Jimmy liked messing with. Oh, is this what the community's doing? Well, let me twist and stuff that way and. It was very different how the story was handled. Now that it's completely like almost I, I, corporate is too much, but like zombies is now a corporate entity, right? Management is on it. They have all these uh, new, it's not a small group of developers who love this trying to make it. Instead, it's it's a business model. We need to have a return. We have loot systems. We, it, it's all very calculated now, everything that is zombies. Do, has that somehow hurt the presentation sincerity to the community what it's become. And that's why it's tone deaf in the sense that, well, we know where it's going. We, it's really, really good for what we want to do. You guys just don't get it.
1: A little bit. I could see that. Okay, man. I don't, I don't think and that's, that's just, a
0: good, thing. it's just a suggestion. is all I'm saying. Like that. <laughs> they are like Jason and Craig and the team have their vision. It's on paper more than it's ever been before. And, for some reason, that change in how Zombies is handled is causing this, these differences in expectations between the developers and then the casual players.
1: Yeah, there there's definitely is that. But I, I, Treyarch's just not helping themselves, I feel like.
0: Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. I was reading a comment.
1: I, I just think Treyarch's not helping themselves.
0: Yes. I, I, there, There's a lot of stuff, especially giving free shit away free elixirs that cost them nothing. And just and getting yeah, yeah, people you're addicted, three, right?
1: You're, you're throwing three new elixirs in. You're not even giving them to us.
0: Yeah. It's just like, give us the three. And you can only give us one of them. And that's already a better start than what you've already handled. And the problem is they've already set precedences in the past of giving us shit. And, and rewarding yep. us for loving their game. And they're just ignoring that right now. And, again, it's really quick. You know, it's only January. You still got more time. But the game's also been out four and a half months. And it's like feeling a little too little too late. Uh, mm-hmm. micromanaging would be another uh, interesting feedback to what I was trying to say or e- addition uh, let's see is zombies bad because YouTubers kept asking for challenge for a challenge mode first room, one box hit no perks challenge, did Treyarch listen to the crowd making the game bad? whose fault is it that it made it bad? well it's always going to land on the developers because they get the final say in everything whether or not ignoring the dumbass suggestions from our community or not I also don't think that giving us more challenges caused the game to be bad, per se. I think those are some of the highlights of the game are a gauntlet mode or being able to create your own challenges and mutations. I feel like those are some of the better additions or even 9's uh, challenge system is some of the most fun you have in the game. And to put that mm. on YouTubers is ridiculous. There's hundreds of people working on this game.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of blame that like YouTubers are what killed this game. Yeah. We didn't kill this game. No.
0: Because this is consistent over the past, I mean, we games. definitely didn't.
1: We definitely didn't help, sure. but this was not
0: our fault. No, you 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 can't get as mad, bad as Milo's been. It's been this way for World War Two. It's been this way for IW Zombies. It's just how it's been handled over the years. How the game has evolved. Developers could be doing different decisions. They don't have to be listening to the whining bitches, which they're not. <laughs> if if that's how you view it, and other stuff is generally good feedback from, uh. Influencers and the best way is to try and navigate that. That's their job to see what is the good stuff, what's the bad stuff in the community. Mm. See, st- smart. If it had a randomized mode, I think it needs to have. Oh no, secret.
1: no, random, random for gauntlet would ruin gauntlet.
0: Only the I only way a randomized randomize. mode would be cool is if you had standard gauntlet and then like crazy gauntlet or like a specialized gauntlet. Where it's a flick of a switch, where you could have your randomized mode, but everyone agrees, legit gauntlet mode is the timed one. That's the speed run one for yeah. the fun party games one. Then I could get behind a random one, but you, you can't kind have of only need, random. Oh, that. Ey.
1: You need a standardized gauntlet because it's like the control variable to your experiment that you're comparing everything else to. You know, mm-hmm. like without that, without that baseline, what's the point? I think because because this is supposed to be competitive, but if. If it's like, oh, I've set the new gauntlet record just because I got like five easy challenges in a row, yeah, you know, like I didn't get, I didn't get any of the bullshit slow ones, yeah, then that's awful. Then yeah. it's just
0: RNG, yeah, it completely. So that's why it's got to be a party system in that sense. But yeah, yeah, smarts with us there because you get, you could get three Essex round one, two, three, and it's like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I get my if I
1: get my Essex challenge out of the way really early.
0: I'm gonna go really, really fast. In my system reset as well, it's definitely gonna change. My shirt's on backwards. <laughs> I just wow. noticed that. Yeah, you can't. That's all right. Don't work. <laughs> Anywho. Uh but yeah. Uh interesting. Interesting uh ideas all the way around. So with that, I think we can start getting into some Patreon questions, some donor questions. We've talked quite a bit. There's still so much to unpack, but uh, oh, Q and A. Do you have any comments about the Q and, the curated Q and A that was three hours and seventeen tweets?
1: Not really. Uh, pretty much, we touched on everything. Jason's a cannibal. I threw that oh, in the
0: yeah, title. Yep, yep. Jason Blundell admitted to being a cannibal as a joke. Uh,
1: you could tell that, like, they would read questions and only answer the ones they can come up with, like funny or witty responses to.
0: Yeah, there, there was a... but, so we'll, yeah. we'll
1: we'll pull up some we'll pull up some patron uh, yeah. topics. Uh so Swamp Pamonsta asks what do you hope to see in a greek styled map
0: well before we get to that uh smart said imagine being standard gauntlet and then the reward for that was a randomized gauntlet mode uh, it's, it's already in the game you're right <laughs> just uh, just change some back end which is probably super difficult but like just change some back end stuff to say hey this uh this now randomizes all the challenges inside that would be so it's more than a face paint. it's another new way to play for replayability. Good suggestion smart. so what would we want in a Delphi Greece type map because that's what they kept talking about was Delphi right
1: yeah uh so what do you what what are you hoping to see in it? I'm almost imagining a little bit like zetsubo where we're, where we're rather than playing in think like where the skull is, like the ruins like yeah, I want to be playing yeah. in some overgrown ruins Definitely give it a little yeah. bit of like a jungle vibe. Definitely. Uh, although I don't I don't think Delphi well, is you, anything.
0: No, if you route, type in but... Delphi and Oracle, you get that amphitheater look. So I hope to see, even if it's restored, would be really cool. Yeah, I should do that for the stream as well. Let's type in uh, Delphi Oracle. And it, it looks a lot like.
1: Um, like I want to, I want like, not jungles, the wrong word. Cause it, cause obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. there, there aren't jungles in Greece, but I want to be there and I want to see like moss growing over like fallen over uh pillars and I want like shit to be broken a little bit. Like I want I want it to feel like it's old. I don't want to I guess we don't have to worry about going back in time because we're not like drinking or sniffing vapors. Right. I don't want I don't I don't think I want to be in brand new Delphi. I want to be in like ancient Delphi.
0: That would be cool if it was ancient Delphi. Uh modern day Delphi might be an issue.
1: Cuz cuz a brand new Delphi would almost feel a little bit too close to nine.
0: Re- okay. Okay, well, they did reuse, uh, like, almost all the assets of nine inside dead of the night. (laughs) But it it made sense. It worked really well. Oh, look at that. That'd be amazing if that's the model. It'd be cool if we actually got, like, the city of Delphi, and maybe they do go back in time. Because the trial, and it's going to be Zeus's trial, which is very interesting. So now we're going to have all four trials during the season of all the gods, Mm -hmm. because Raw was nine. So once we have all those done, then we're going to see the consequences of pleasing all the gods and then you get the uh, fallout from that would be the DLC season. So DLC 3 is what we did by pleasing all the gods, and DLC 4 is the consequences of what we did. I, I think that's, that's a cool setup. I, I think I, by the end, the game of the year edition, when Black Ops 4 cycle is finally over, this is going to be a really solid game, but it is a terribly long sl- slog. Pardon me to get there. I think if this was a five-year deadline, this is such a better game, right? If this was like a Naughty Dog, how they approach their games, or Project Red, I think we talked about this before, you give them five years, we have everything, man. We have a fully fleshed out, incredible game. It's just Activision's cycle of pumping out games, one of the reasons why Destiny left. It's, uh, I think it's definitely hurting zombies at this point, if that is the case, and that is their vision. Because mm-hmm. it feels like five years. This game is completely exactly what they, they marketed towards us. And that's the development cycle they needed—the three years prior, and then two years release, before the next damn game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go
1: ahead. Uh, I was gonna go to the next. Yeah, go topic. for it. I was
0: gonna do a read, but we'll do it after Patreon questions.
1: Uh. All right. So, uh, now we've already talked about this one. Was asking about pausing. Uh, Greer asks, "Are you thinking about doing a bonus episode on Glass? If so, you have to watch Unbreakable and Split. Oh, that's no. right. No, because John no, doesn't not. want to." We I don't. Did. I don't feel like. I don't feel like diving into a cinematic universe. I think we talked about though doing one on Bird, Bird Box.
0: We're gonna see what the heck that's about and see if it's any good. Because I see people so being like, "That's that. crap." I love it.
1: Neither, neither, neither of us have seen Bird Box, but it was a cultural phenomenon like a week ago. Now, not so much. But we'll definitely. We're. I think we're gonna do a bonus episode on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Tribute three four seven asks, "How's your Sunday going? Did you get a lot of snow? Uh, I got oh, a decent yeah. amount of snow." I'm kind of annoyed because the roads are a little too icy for me to drive right now. Yep. I don't feel like it, but I want to, I want to go to the supermarket.
0: Uh, I think we got like two feet of snow. I'm absolutely buried. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. I had a nice lazy day with the family yesterday. It was wonderful. And today is another wonderful lazy day. So, well, I guess I'm working, but I'm trying to get everything I can together. Thanks for asking.
1: Yep. Um, Chuck asks, did you think, the uh, all Greek to me was a teaser, Jason being Jason. No, that was that's definitely a teaser. Definitely a teaser.
0: There's a couple in there. There's a couple. Uh, I mean, everything is so purposeful and the way that it was curated and the words and all that stuff. It's, But that's kind of where I feel like you get more excitement when you go, yeah, the next map is going to be in Delphi. And that's all I got to say. And everyone's like, what's Delphi? Oh, my God. And then it gets people going. Instead of being like, Bring you know, if
1: if Jason said that in Black Ops Three, that would have been like huge. We would have been like so excited. Yeah. It's it's, no. it's interesting how the tone has changed. We're now now it. we're now we're kind of annoyed that he said that to us. Yeah. I think part of that part of that was because we were expecting Newtown.
0: So how do you fault the guy that's been doing the thing that was always working in the past, and he's not catching up? He's like lagging behind on how we've changed so quickly because the internet changes so quickly. Uh, game development doesn't probably. It's it's definitely not as fast as the internet. Uh, like the, the someone made a good comparison that like PewDiePie's five years on the internet is like ancient because of how quickly things grow and fall on in internet time. For Treyarch, they're doing the same thing that always worked and it's not working now. And they're like, why isn't it not working? I thought people loved when I did this stuff, and that's that's an interesting point. Uh, so what's the next question?
1: Uh, knowing that there's a new perk coming, what do you think? Slash, what do you think it will be?
0: Oh, I don't know. There's so many perks. I have no idea. A lot of people have a lot of good suggestions. It's cool to see what's coming, but you ruined my excitement for it, you bastard. <laughs> I totally was thinking about it, but at least it destroyed my expectations because so I was thinking about it like adding a shangri-la, like oh, hey, we're getting a new one in this map or a moon, like oh, mule kicks being added to moon. Oh, no, it's just choose another stupid thing on the menu, and now we have five more slots. Excuse me, on the menu for more DLC perks that are becoming. And now we're going to have, like, 20 freaking perks in this game, which is just going to be too much. It's just overwhelming now. We're trying to build a class with four perks. We're going to have 20 options. That's not replayability. Just that's the, the what the, well, it's a, not a false, it's a fallacy. The fallacy of having too many options. Now people are just going to get in game and just, I don't, I don't know what to pick and pick the same four things every time now as it gets more and more complicated.
1: I feel like they, they've pretty much at this point have thrown in a little bit of everything in terms of old perks maybe with the exception maybe like a vulture raid. No, nah, yeah. but the but has um has aspects of it oh, and the, yeah, throughout. The
0: dead um dead vision. Yeah, so they've
1: so oh. I think it'll definitely be a brand new perk. I don't think they're bringing back an old one.
0: Oh, they well you heard in the Q&A, no no new old perks, they're never coming back.
1: Oh, good. Uh Someone asked uh Zeke Cooks uh has Arrowverse or Marvel's Netflix shows. Uh I haven't seen either. Do you have any thoughts on them?
0: Oh, people love Arrow. I know that. Uh I haven't seen it either so I don't have an educated opinion but based on my friends, uh Arrow was much better than the Marvel um like movies uh, the Marvel Netflix series basically the what's his name? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, dude, uh, Shield—they're all all right, but they're not great. Punisher, I heard, is great, but I still haven't watched it because I really don't want to have a, watch a guy have PTSD for two seasons right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of avoiding watching that as much because I loved him in Daredevil. He's my favorite part of Daredevil. Him and
1: Kingpin. But. Mm-hmm. See, I haven't seen either, so I'm not—I don't know what to say on that. Uh, One I know player asks, what is your favorite pizza topping? Also, I don't know, John has done both, but what is your favorite platform to play Black Ops 4
0: on? Oh, PC by far. PC's best experience.
1: I'm still waiting on, or not waiting, but I still got to update my PC, so I haven't actually installed my PC copy, despite buying the uh, the Mystery Box Edition on PC. I'm not sure what I was thinking there. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but I did it. Um, but I, once I get a new graphics card on my PC, I'm going to, cause I, I have a hard time recording black ops three and playing at the same time on PC. I usually have to knock the settings down a little, mm. but I'm all, I'm all PS4, uh, digger the dog through a question us that was already thrown at Jason. He oh, said, if you can go for a pint with toppings. one zombie's character, who would it be?
0: Sure. But you didn't do the pizza toppings.
1: Oh, oh that's right. I forgot about the pizza topping. Human I'm monster. a plain pizza. I'm a plain pizza guy.
0: I love all pizza. Uh,
1: buff buffalo chicken's good, oh. but I, uh, I, I can eh, only sorry. I can only eat once. I'm bad with spice. I'm like really, really? bad with spice. Oh, absolutely, dude! I got awful. the
0: sensitive stomach, and I don't mind some spices.
1: No, I I'm just like I can't do hot. Interesting. I like like I can't eat mild wings at all because I know that like they'll just what? burn me to death. What? No, no, I don't. I I can't do spice at all. However, I I am able to suffer through like one slice of buffalo chicken pizza and enjoy it but after one slice I, I can't anymore
0: Wow, dude that's fascinating I didn't know that about you
1: no I'm, I'm bad they used to sell these spicy chicken sandwiches in school that yeah. most people were like yeah, they're not spicy at all and yeah. I'd eat and be like alright well I'm at the water fountain for the rest of lunch I'll see you guys later <laughs> I'm bad with spice can't no. do it John will um, not be on
0: hot ones <laughs> no
1: I couldn't I, I, I don't think I could get past the first sauce on hot ones
0: yeah it's... the Scoville's are ridiculous
1: Sometimes I make honey sriracha chicken, and I accidentally make it too spicy by throwing in a little too much sriracha, and then I've ruined the dish. Um, Uh, So plain pizza for me. I I just, I like classic plain pizza.
0: I I enjoy, I don't do anchovies, don't like that, but I, have over the years, like broccoli, mushroom, uh, sausage, pepperoni, double mm. cheese See, I, don't eat, I, don't yeah, even, I don't even, I've tried all I, don't even all eat, I don't even i don't even i don't even need pepperoni like uh I'm playing people's pizza is good too it also depends on the sauce that the person uses new york's got such good pizza that i just i love so much of it uh yeah no i'm i'm a big fan pineapple it's it's more like the ones i don't like are pineapple and uh, uh anchovies uh, vegetarian pizza is delicious too Or veggies on it god they got some good stuff on there or sometimes they have like the onions, sausage, and a whole bunch of other stuff thrown on, and peppers. Delicious, absolutely delicious. So many out there. All right. Mm-hmm. So the who, so you Digger the here? Dog
1: asks, yeah. which zombie character will we get a pint with? He's throwing the Jason question at us.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think Primus Dempsey would be one of them. I like Dempsey a lot, and he's a pretty. Guy, so I'd like to talk to him. Ultimus Dempsey, I like I, it, was more fun, but to have a beer with, I feel like he's gonna be hes out of his mind. All the Ultimus characters literally are out of their mind, so it's uh, a little difficult to have a conversation my, with my, them.
1: My first thought was Nikolai, yeah, but then Nikolai, I think, would drink me under the table, yeah. Be, you know, I, I don't think I could keep up with Nikolai, so that wouldn't be as fun. Rick and I think, would just annoy me after a while, so yeah, would Takio,
0: condescending Takio, just. Proverbs.
1: I'll go. I'll go. Dempsey. I think. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. I think. I think. Uh, Ultimus Dempsey. I'll say. Also, Shaw I'm was optimus. such. Shaw was such a terrible answer. I
0: know. Like that was totally. To, 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 again, that feels like pushing characters to me. That totally felt like. Well, my favorite Shaw. So people can be like, well, Jason's favorite Shaw. My favorite Shaw. Like it's, it's sort of. That's where I I get up, and it's totally reading in between the lines. Maybe genuinely, that's his character that he likes a lot because the way they know about Shaw but it's like Shaw's an addict I don't want to sit with the guy that's asking for like drug hits from Scarlet I don't want mm-hmm. to drink with that dude Scarlet's another good one I think uh, I don't if think I anybody could... from the transit crew oh no if,
1: if I could keep uh, I don't want to drink with the transit crew no, but no. if I can keep uh, oh I just lost your can I know
0: give me a second I hit it I hit a if a, I a can wire. keep
1: up with Nikolai I think I would I think Nikolai would be fun I think I think Nikolai would be the most fun Ultimus Nikolai uh, but that's only if I can keep up with him
0: I don't think Misty has any substance to her character to actually talk to her, or Marlton would bore me. I can't stand the conspiracy nonsense of Stuhlinger and Russman literally knows nothing. He's worse than Jon Snow. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna
1: i I'm gonna stand by I'm actually gonna change my answer. You know what? I do uh, want I wanna go on a bar crawl with Nikolai now. Ultimate Nikolai.
0: Ultimate Nikolai. <laughs> Ultimus Ultimus Nikolai, Nikolai.
1: Dude, I think your ultimist. I, I think, is just crazy. I think, I think Ultimus Nikolai would get drunk and say some funny shit.
0: Definitely. You know, that's like, like that's I would fair. just
1: be I would just be he'd he'd be telling me the story of how he like murdered his fourth wife, and I'd be like, holy shit, he actually did this. <laughs> and he'd be so drunk that he'd just go on and on, and there'd be there'd be something entertaining about how fucked up of a person he is. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Ultimus Nikolai. I don't think I can keep up with him but it'd be fun.
0: I want to go through like I would show
1: up at here. the bar and he'd already be drunk.
0: Yeah, and, you, and he'd still be more with it than you are yeah. <laughs> sober. He'd be able, be more functioning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done with this question. I want to go through the cruise cuz there's more cruise. I think of Shadow's evil. Uh Jeff Goldblum, Sh- but Nero is Nero he At that point at that with? point
1: you're having a beer with Jeff Goldblum, you're not having a beer with Nero. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, let's go,
1: Jackie fucking Vincent.
0: No way. Do I want to hear about Jackie fucking Vincent or the, uh, God, what's his name? That the who's Hellboy, right? No, is he? No, he's not Hellboy. Is he? It? No.
1: I forget. I don't remember who most of the actors were Perlman. other than Jeff Goldblum.
0: Perlman. Yeah, Scott Pearlman. Jessica doesn't do much for me. None of the mobsters. Absolutely not. I'd be nervous. Just yeah, to I, don't I, be do. I don't want with the I don't want to go
1: with the mobsters. Um the call of the dead crew. Uh, oh they'd yeah. Be, they, they'd be any of them. Any of
0: be, them would be great. Oh man. Cause, cause they're,
1: cause, cause they're playing themselves too. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh man. Play, like wonderful. Danny, Danny,
1: Danny Trejo is an interesting guy. I think he'd yeah. be, he'd, he'd be cool to have a pint All of with. Them.
0: All of them. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Dr. Monty oh. and the shadow man would be negative on my list. I would pay not to have a beer with them. I would have zero interest in talking to those pricks. <laughs> Uh, what is it? What are the other fun crews? Is there anything else? Do we have any other specialty crews? Have we hit most of them? Do we? Do you want to throw in World War Two and IW crews? Is there anybody in there you'd actually like to talk to? IW, I have no desire.
1: Uh, Drost nah, would, ah, nah, would be fun. Ah, no, I don't think Drosten would be fun.
0: Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting question that had a very odd response from our our Lord and Savior, the Lundlefly. Uh So, next question. Next oh, question. Pro,
1: uh, Magna Collider fifteen says, Eight. "I think it'd be really cool to seal a DLC Master Chaos after Dead of the Night to be each each God statue location for each DLC." What do you think about that?
0: We've already done. It that. seems
1: like that. It seems like that's where we're going.
0: Yeah, Danu was Dead of the Night. Raw was Nine. Voyage was Odin. And Greece is going to be Zeus, and then we're going to have a map to see what the hell that means, and the map after that to see what that entails.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that seems like that's all sorted out. Yeah, um, we didn't talk about Newton. We're yeah, we're getting a direction. new
0: version of Newton's cookbook that's coming for elixirs. Oh, good. Yep, just touch on that quick. That was in the Q and A.
1: Yeah, just I'm just doing a quick scroll through to make sure, sure. Uh, I didn't skip anything. Good. Uh-huh. Names
0: Marines are knocked. Peter McCain, absolutely not. Pablo Marinus, he's throwing up in his beer. Brigadier from Dead of the Night, that might be fun to listen to him. <laughs> That's a fair point. I already forgot about the new latest cast. He, Brigadier would definitely be the best out of anybody on that cast. Wouldn't Nine Be All Gods? Nah. It should be, but it's not. I, I said the same thing, but look at how each of the. Uh, Quest items for the Easter egg quest, like when you pump the HUD, the each sentinel artifact is specific to that god, and people have made really good arguments for why it's Raw's map as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know them off the top of my head, so I apologize.
1: Yeah, so those were the uh, those were the patron questions. Do you have any donations? Well, or, I have a say, sponsor you you had a read, sponsor yeah.
0: read, and this week is sponsored by Iron. Reed does a sponsor computers. read. Oh, he does, and this week you can get. An absolutely incredible PC from, oh, it actually worked this time. Fantastic. From Ironside Computers. God, look, at they got a limited edition PC called the Ally going on right now for Ironside. You can you can get this PC, and it can do so much for you. You know what? You could, in fact, hack the Pentagon if you wanted to with an Ironside PC. That's not legal. You shouldn't do that, but Don't that's hack how the good Pentagon. they are. That's how good these computers are. They can do stuff like steal somebody's identity. They could end up, you know, bit mining bitcoins. There's a, there's a whole plethora of activities you shouldn't do with this computer that are possible because of how well-made Ironside computers are. So if you need to get a new computer, you want to start a brand new life, you can go in the description and get a 5% off discount to Ironside PCs using RAD. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, that is uh, rad 5% off Ironside PCs. Go check out the link. Go check out Ironside Computers. And, you know, it's not it's not to say that you should do something bad. All I'm saying is it's that well made that you could do something bad. And, then you know, that's quality, quality computers. Uh, yeah. and Also sponsored by all the patrons that support this podcast. We're on iTunes and Spotify. So if you want to just listen to us, all the episodes are updated. And I just got that bill too, John, for Spotify. So we are... We are absolutely on there, despite what anybody might say. Uh, All episodes are for your leisure to be listened to on the road and on the go. I think those are our major sponsors for this uh, week. Why do you not do a series called Read Reads? I'm disappointed in this. (laughs) I used to get that all the time in high school and middle school and elementary school. Every teacher always thought they were the first ever and the biggest genius ever to be like, Read, read. And the entire class would be like, Oh! I'd be like, yeah, well, I haven't heard that before. Okay, so uh, donate your questions. Uh, we'll go in reverse chronological. Logic. No, we'll go chronological. Chronological order. Little Game Boy Five donated two dollars. He says, "I feel like Blackout Zombie characters are a wasted waster opportunity." Excuse me. Interesting wording because there are no new characters other than the Shadow Man. <laughs> the Chaos Crew is worse because they literally call new outfits. To the same characters, a full blown character. Uh, oh, and blackout zombies. So I, I see. what you're saying. I find myself not playing any of the the zombie characters in Blackout. I don't enjoy them. I don't think they're really that much fun. Not that they're bad. I mean, it's not that I. Not that it's causing me not to enjoy them. I don't find it either way. I find it's more beneficial to play like a mason because I actually blend in with my surroundings and I don't really feel like when I see Richtofen with a wingsuit flying in, I'm like, ah, oh, the. Fuck Sometimes. or well, when they're doing those dances. Oh, man, that dance makes me. I got to get that up. I have that recorded. That dance just kills me. Oh, man. I and mean, you see Ultimus Tokyo dancing like that, too. It was terrible. Oh, it made my soul hurt. Oh, I got to get this up for you, John. Have you seen this? You probably haven't because you don't play uh, Blackout.
1: No, see. I don't play much Blackout.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. Come on. I got to have it up here. Is this the one where. Bruno there's one instance I had of Bruno dancing that made me, oh, that's the old stuff uh, that made me just want to cry I'm like I have to record this because of just the sadness here it, is. here it is Is there volume on this too that I can get this is what it's turned into all right so you guys can hear volume on this I gotta jump to reach street. there. Just, this is Bruno. Look, I mean, it's funny, it's funny, but this is zombies now. And then seeing all the other characters, it fits, I'll give you, it fits Ultimus Richtofen really well. Like, I think that one I can get, be okay with, but when I see Ultimus Takio grinning and smiling and moving his hips like that, I'm like, oh god, what the fuck happened? This is totally like the, uh, Squeezing all the money out of Call of Duty Zombies. It doesn't feel like it's community love effort anymore. It totally feels like this corporate, like, we're in touch. We will give you everything. Oh, you want to see your characters doing all sorts of grooves and moves. Uh, here we go. That's it. I don't know. Ugh, just, just. Just weird. So, I feel uh, with a sense that there are wasted opportunities because, like, hey, unlocking a new character in Blackout is just a different reskin of Scarlet. Yeah, you c- really could have, like, Peter McCain throw him in there and people are going to be like, oh, oh, oh. And you hear Peter McCain tweet, you'll be like, oh my God, or like Marines or any of the old classic celebrity characters you get a lot of people excited about. It. Sure, there's right issues and all that, but we'll have to see. I mean, I mean, if they take the exact Nero character with the same quotes, why can't they pour that to BO4? Was that somewhere in the contract that it can only show up at BO3? Potentially. But oof, you mean the eight dollar Ultimus Takio? Oh god, I didn't. Oh, that's right. You can only get Ultimus Takio for eight dollars. Oh, and it's free. I even forgot to say that. It's been a $8? whole free week. That's a lot. Yeah, it's bullshit. Toffman was six dollars, I believe too. They're just trying to squeeze us for every freaking dollar for our love of zombies. Eight dollars is fucking expensive for yeah t- skin for Ultimus Takio, the least like character in all of zombies. Come on, how is ta-
1: how is Tokyo cheaper or more expensive than Richthofen?
0: Yeah, I, I, because they're probably testing the waters, and now they're trying to get us even more, uh, trying to get more money from us. And this is where we get into this: like, why doesn't the, why isn't the community happy? Like they once were. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? What is this shit? Like, where where's is with no communications? This doesn't feel genuine at all. It just yeah, eight eight dollars for Tokyo is a is, the stuff you you can buy food. <laughs> Can feed, you can have a whole meal. That's that's a good meal. I could get uh, up at one of my favorite places to get Chinese food for $6. I can get an absolutely filling meal for $6 and still have $2 to go buy anything else I want. Like That's a drink and two meats, two two sides. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just you know, give it a little perspective there. Uh, do, do you care about the different character skins in Blackout? I really played a lot of Blackout, so I, I've enjoyed this. I didn't there. really
1: care, but now that I know the price, that just irks me.
0: Fair enough. We won't uh, sit on that too long so we don't become the negative zombie's podcast because we've been positive. We've been talking about some of the good things over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Walderman Rodriguez. R- Rodriguez. Hello. I believe the reason that D Dead of the Night got released as DLC1 is because Shrek wanted to conceal the fact that Voyage intro cutscene b- borrows assets from Voyage. And I think three night maps for launch would have been somewhat dull Love the podcast. Well, thank you so much. And that's another interesting point, aesthetically, that we would have had teases at Voyage. So Voyage wouldn't have felt new because so much was recycled in Dead of the Night. So that's a fair point. On top of what you're saying, confusing characters uh, earlier, which is one of the best arguments for, that you want to start with the new crew and not be like, well, I thought, is, aren't these the new main characters, the ones that died? Because most people won't even complete the Easter eggs and won't even know that they died. Uh all fair points. All very fair points. And then three night maps would be dull. I don't know so much about being dull, but it, it's a fair point that it might be overdone. It's nice to have a beautifully bright map in nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> $9 to give Do- Takio a dot. <laughs> dot Vamex donates, and he says, I'm 100% still in Ether. Classify giving me all that BO1-era lore. Ultimus will prevail. I still care about what happens to my boys. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't think they're going to do a good job with Ultimus. I think they're so out of touch with them. And I hope they prove me wrong. Like, this is fun stuff. Like, every time I lose faith, Treyarch typically turns the corner with me. But I I, I totally don't give a shit what they do with Ultimus at this point. That's that's how down and out I am about it months later. I was on such a high with them. And now just like, oh, I, I, you tell me Ultimus will prevail to get me excited. It's like, I don't know what that means, all right? And you don't know what that means, probably. And it's going to be whatever you feel at the last minute. It doesn't mean, like, hey, Ultimates is going to save the world or anything like that because people have already made arguments for, like, premise will fail, could have just been my- blood of the dead. And now premise is still the leader. Like, them tripling down on premise is just... why I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is and stop trying to hope it'll be something I like. Anyway, uh... Do you have any? Uh, you already talked about that, so that's
1: really. No, I have donations. I went through the patrons.
0: Uh, the tool, the tool, cool, the two, the, the two cool crew. Anybody ready for moving RE2 and MK11 when it comes out? Resident Evil 2 and uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Especially, especially Kingdom Hearts 3 is like a week away. That's insanity to me. I can't wait to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I doubt I'll stream that, but I will definitely be playing the heck out of it, and I hope to review it. I'm still trying to get game nights off the ground. Uh, it's taking time to get all the artwork done in the intros. And Unknown Player, of course, donates. Reed, I faintly remember a quote from Scarlet and Nine uh, asking about the Delphi and how to open the door. Yeah, and I think it was actually uh, Diego who said that quote. That's one of the earliest quotes I jumped on about the door. And uh, Oracle. Uh, I won't I won't pretend like I know all the Chaos storyline, but do you think we could go through that door for our Grease Map and rather than a Nine prequel? Potentially. I think it goes either way. I think it makes sense that we show up in Delphi and then going through the door leads us to the cave to go to nine or coming back from nine, we have to go through a door because Diego, I'm pretty sure had the quote says all this, all we want to do is just go through a door. And to me, that was an eye roll as well. Cause it's just like, what door just give us a name or do something. That's not really much to, to go on about because everything's so out of order and nothing's really being built up including the antagonists. So it, they could exit that, and then that trial succeeding will cause the door to open with the Oracle for whatever the next Grease map would be. It's going to be after or before 9, and I, I I think it makes more sense for Treyarch being like, you need to figure out the timeline at the E3 thing before we tell it to you, challenge from Jason, that 9 is going to be the last map. I feel like that's one of their clever things they sat down and been like, yo, what if 9 is like one of the last maps? The yeah, DLC like, what, we, what if we get them the ending yeah. first? 100%. And that's the tone that just frustrates me with Treyarch right now. Just like, what
1: it's like, fuck? you're wondering how we got in this situation, aren't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, freeze frame?
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, I think that's just about everything. If you like long podcast stuff, check out the, my D&D channel. That's linked in the description. We got nice long storytelling. If you think I'm such a blowhard about storytelling, we have a good time there. And like, if you think you can do better than Treyarch, try yourself. So yeah, there you go. That that's my attempt to publicly try storytelling differently. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it, John. That's hmm. wonderful. Another week that's
1: down. That's episode 140. All right. We're getting very close to 150. I that, know. Actually, That's not, I was thinking about that when I was <coughs> making the thumbnail. That snuck up on me.
0: Yeah, we should do something, uh, something special for that. I don't know what, but it never happened before. Oh. We'll get creative. Yeah, we got we got ten weeks, so that's all right. I'll be on the lookout for our upcoming guests. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for all your support on Patreon. Make sure to check out all the iTunes and Spotify. And we'll see you next week at two in wait. Yes. Yes. Because you're what? February Yeah, no, we're good. We'll be we'll be here next week. So we'll be here next week at two PM Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you then. Talk to you in the next one. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.